Everyman Podcast. Oh yeah. You know what time it is. You know how we how we go. We know how we, how we, how we go. How we, how, go. We go. How, we, how we do. You know how we do, how we go. How we do. We're here. Another week, another pod. Big dog, Daryl Campbell, DC, my brother. What's going on, bro? Oh man, you know what? I am in the cosmic canoe. Confirmed. With my bro, so I am feeling jazzed up. Double confirmed. I'll tell you what. Anytime I get to connect, anytime we get to pod and we get we get together with our bros, I love it. And it's been a minute, you know, Christmas season is always very busy. Mm. Then you add on top of it, everybody getting COVID. Yep. Really just puts a monkey wrench in your uh in your your podcasting plans. So first interview we've had in a little bit here and it's 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 like Mark just said as we signed off it's it's hardly an interview it's like friends just connecting and talking absolutely and Mark Holcomb from Periphery Haunted Shores uh Haunted Shores new single Hellfire available now everywhere digital music is you can check out the single in the show notes below uh I'll tell you what what a guy what a man what a man what a mighty what a good mighty man. man yep okay. absolutely that's, absolutely that's basically how I summarize mr mark holcomb and um you know we we talk a little bit we touch on periphery we talk about haunted shores we talk about uh power lifting for christ and yeah. uh you know of course we dive <laughs> into yeah shout out to the power team we also uh we, we we dig into the nfl playoffs and uh give our little predictions here for the next couple weeks so mm-hmm. have yourself a chill pill hang out and uh enjoy this interview with one Mark Holcomb from Periphery. Get it. Let's go. Joining us today on the Everyman Podcast is our friend, as always. This time of year, we get into a little bit of football talk. Ladies and gentlemen, from Haunted Shores and Periphery, Mark Holcomb. Mark, how are you, bro? Hey fellas, nice to see you again, or be on the be on the horn with you guys again. It's been a while. It, it is, it is, and it has. I think last time we talked was, was right before the season. Made some wild predictions, and you know what? One of them almost happened, which was I. I said PJ Walker was going to be successful, and Sam Darnold would fizzle out. The week they announced PJ Walker as a starter, I was like, "Here we go, I'm about to look like a smart man." And then it didn't. I got like half of it right. It was like you know what I mean. Just almost, almost there. Nobody thought. I don't think Cam Newton would end up back on the Patriots. That was kind of a shock. I I'm not going to make fun of you because I had a prediction about um, what's his name Saints QB two, um, Jason, or QB one Jameis. Jameis. I thought yeah. Jameis was going to have a great year. Well, he got hurt. So, I mean, he did get hurt. That's not you know. Yeah. So I guess that's um that's a disqualification more than a failure, yeah. right? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Daryl's was about Aaron Donald smashing the sack record, which safe record any year, but it turned out to be TJ Watt. Yep. Yep. Who, who, who had missed four games? The guy would have probably yeah. had 30 sacks this year. Yeah. He'd have been, he'd been putting up like Beacon Jones numbers that he used to. Right. Know. Before they accounted sacks. <laughs> but uh, before we, we get into, you know, our, our playoff talk here, I, I want to talk about, you know, what's going on with you, man. What's, what's been going on with you? What are you working on? Um, everything's moving slow in periphery lands. Um, you know, I, I feel silly saying this because I feel like the last time when we spoke, we, um, we felt like we were going a lot quicker. Now things have slowed down. Just, it's just difficult, man. Like getting a whole band together 
in a time like this, uh, when restrictions are going up and going down and everybody's got families and, you know, their own collective family safety to worry about. Uh, so the visits and trips for writing recording aren't as, um, aren't as frequent as they would have been in years past. So it's made it really difficult on top of that. We are pickier than ever when it comes to our music. So things are a little bit more stringent when it comes to making the cut, you know? Uh, and that's always been our sort of culture in the band is, uh, we always have to one up ourselves and, you know, this time around, I feel like we're pickier than ever and we're being harder on ourselves than ever in a good way. Uh, we still love it and we still enjoy it obviously, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been a, it's been a challenging process this record for that reason. I feel like, uh, it's taken a while. Um, people ask me, you know, when's the album coming out and I can't say yet just because, uh, we're still in the writing phases. Um, but we're really combing through every millisecond of the material to make sure it's, uh, it's exactly what should, what it should be. So it'll be worth the wait for those of you who like our music out there. And, you know, I, I hope it's worth the wait for us. It absolutely has to be, you know, uh, it can't be, it can't be a repeat of what we did last time or two times before it has to be something new. Um, as far as Haunted Shores, which is my side project, um, we put out a single, you know, I guess the first lead track from the record a couple weeks ago and, uh, and we'll be dropping music over the coming weeks leading up to the release so which is march 11th uh that record comes out so it's cool to see the reaction for that you know it's been seven years since we put out a record for that project and uh it's been fun to revive it and sort of remind people that uh you know it still exists and from all accounts i think the, the reactions have been pretty positive you know people people like the material so i mean from what i'm seeing maybe people hate it behind closed doors <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you yeah i I told you, you know, offline and I'll say on the pod, that's a, it's, it's an awesome track. And I was watching your playthrough of it before uh, we got on and uh, which I'll put in the show notes here. If you want to check it out. Um, my wife was in the other room and she's like, Oh, what is that? And I was like, that's ah, a new haunted church. She's like, Ooh, I like that. And I was like, that's right. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, you know, I think uh, watching that playthrough, I think you, I think you got something there, kid. I think you might make it in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you'll be all right. <laughs> right. But listen, I got an idea. I did, you know, you, when you were talking about periphery and one-upping yourselves, and you can just go ahead, you can take this, no credit needed. I think maybe you should start incorporating uh, physical stunts, perhaps feats of strength in your performance. It's, you know what I mean? Like maybe like, like a David Blaine meets. Deadlifts. You know what I mean? Like a, like a Chris Angel-esque situation for all of you, you know? Um, I think that would be a way to one up yourself. Maybe on the traps, light on the biceps, that type of thing. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Angel like weight set up on stage. Call them death lifts. You know, <laughs> dude. I think uh, yeah, <clears throat> Chris Angel was uh, he's pretty jacked. I mean, there's there's something to that. You know, he's incorporated a little magic, a little sh- you know, a little bit of a show. Yeah, I, I can run it by the guys. See if we can get like a bench right up near the microphone for our singer. Um, there was one show we played, I think it was in Austria, like eight or nine years ago. And there was some, someone who had left like a, 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 like a freeway, a dumbbell backstage. And uh, we're just like, dude, you should just keep it on stage tonight. And when there's the break and we have a song called Make Total Destroy, in the breakdown, you should pick that thing up and sit in this chair and just start doing bicep curls. Oh, like, yeah. Because it's such a heavy part. And, and he did it. And none of us could hold together. Like we were all just, just 
we all kind of just lost it uh, playing that breakdown. It's supposed to be this heavy, impactful moment, and just the crowd is just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Getting a pump. Getting yeah, an absolute a guy, pump. We had a guy at Notre Dame. His name was Grant Irons. He played for the Raiders for a while, and he was jacked, man. If you ever, like, if you just Google search Grant Irons, he's just a jacked human being, and he used to, like, in between, like, series in the game you'd have like dumbbells on the sideline jesus just god look at the sideline <laughs> and start curling after wow play. we're like grant what's wrong with you and he's just like yeah man i don't know dc man you know i gotta stay pumped man you know what i'm saying i'm like <laughs> no i don't man this is it's like we're in florida state it's 110 degrees out here no i don't get it <laughs> at all so i'm so looking at a picture of him right I just now looked, he's yeah, crazy look that's it right yeah he's, he's, he's freaking jack right wild <laughs> jesus <laughs> I know had, that's what I said. Had veins, yeah. right? His veins had veins. It's crazy. Yeah, it's you know you want to hear something. You want to hear something crazy. So I went to a for a period of time. I went to a, a religious school in Philadelphia uh, for like middle school, and they used to. It's a big, big. It's a big organization in in the Philadelphia area, and they would have like the pick of the litter of like the. Christian acts at the any given time would come through, and one of the things that came through for a you know, what do you call it? Like an assembly, I guess, when they get all the students together in one room, was like the weightlifters, like the power lifters for Christ. Power lifters for Christ. <laughs> look, dude, look it up. It's it's un unwild. I think it's called. I think it was called the power team. Uh, for everybody listening, the power team. What's going on? Dude, over? look that up, guys. The power team. Yes. This this came to my school, okay? And, and it was just these these buff dudes and they wow. would they would do feats of strength and that and then they would tie it in with, you know, biblical <laughs> biblical stories and, and like My goodness. And like there's Jeez. a whole like lifting of a log and raising of a cross and these are big guys of these course joe rogan would react to their feats of strength dude yeah well you know what's funny is i i always told people about this and like no one could i i couldn't remember what it was called and nobody would and then one day on his show he somebody else brought it up somebody else around the, and i was like holy shit it was that was it it was the power team and then i went back sure enough they did visit my school dude, they're in texas bro they're based in Texas. Well, shit. I'll see you there. Oh. But uh, yeah, and then they would give their they would give their testimony. And of course, it was always like how powerlifting and and whatever you know. But uh, the power team, yeah, something. If you guys could do like a power team meets periphery, I think that'd be sick. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> we'll put on maybe five to seven pounds. To yeah, yeah, dude. You uh, you might need to put on about a good one eighty clean clean. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I'm shocked that that's not a thing now. Um, but uh, I digress. This is you know you only only on the everyman can you get can you get that kind of uh, I love it insight critical <laughs> critical insight into the power Christian team. evangelists based yeah. in Texas. Yeah, man, God, God powerful. God bless Texas. Powerful. All right, so the reason we're here is to discuss you know, our thoughts, feelings, emotions on the NFL playoffs and just the NFL in general. And, you know, before I guess we get into the playoffs, Bears, YouTube boys, Bears, my Bears boys over here. Mm-hmm. New head coach today, not a splashy pick. 
<laughs> no. I would say hey, I want to hear on the terms of the buzz, this would be a oh, okay. Like zero almost zero thought, almost straight to like, okay, I guess that guy's gonna be fired soon. I, I I'm really curious to hear Daryl's take on this because you know it's really easy for whatever random dickhead with this with his Twitter feed open to be like, oh, defensive coordinator, bad hire. They need someone to fix the offense. The Bears defense is fine, which it wasn't. Um, and it's really easy to play, you know, armchair quarterback that way and and make fun of the Bears for, you know, not only one not having a splashy pick, but two going to get a defensive coordinator from, you know, he's a great defensive coordinator. He did a great job with Indianapolis, but uh, I want to hear Daryl's take to see if there's anything that like the mass population is missing because it seems to be getting panned, you know? <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, what he was line before he was a defensive coordinator in 2018, he was a linebackers coach for the Browns and like the, was it the Cowboys? I think something like that. Anyway, he was, I mean, his, he has a history of, you know, having some success where he was defensively. So that's a good thing. But at the same time, I mean, you know, our fan base, Mark, yeah. like, you, you know how we are. Like, you know, you come in, we want you to win now. And if you don't come in highly lauded, then we're basically just going to like make fun of you until you do something to make us not make fun of you. You know what I mean? It's we're, we're, yeah. we're fair weather until you show us, you know, good weather. So it's like, it um, it kind of comes with the territory, but I, I will say this, and this is pro- partly because I am a true believer in Rod Marinelli and how he can change the entire paradigm of a defensive front individually, like his men, but also like their skill set on the field. And he's tossing his name around to somebody that's coming in, and that would be huge for us. I think that mm. would be absolutely huge for us. So he was a Lions head yeah. coach for a minute, right? Marinelli. Yeah, yeah. He was with he was with Dallas too for a while. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's always had you know you know awesome players, and he's developed guys too. Guys that you like even like hear about, and they just come out of nowhere. And he's like the 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 Lyman whisperer, you know, on the defensive defensive side of the ball. So um, yeah. I don't know if that's like knowledge that isn't like circulating but you know you know if, if you leave it us to us bears fans he's 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 no one right now until like he he shows us that he's somebody so it's it's an impossible you're right it's an impossible it's an impossible situation because of the fan base and yeah. i feel like the fan base is justified like we have plenty of reason to be frustrated and there's really not any one name out there. I mean, I saw people being like, oh, Sean Payton's going to come close to Bears. That was never going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I, I feel like there's no one guy who can come in and quell those concerns without no, no. a game being played, you know? And, yeah. and whoever comes in is at an instant disadvantage because of this team's history. And I guess, you know, the biggest question is, uh, who's the OC going to be? You know, like, right. that's, that's the number one concern is, like, right. We need to see something because if if this team is going to be a defensive powerhouse again, much like it was what twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. when uh, when that that defense, you know, short of the the double doink moment, mm-hmm. uh, that that defense I believe could have taken us to the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, it really could have if that game had went a little differently. Had we had a little bit better quarterback play or offensive play in general, right? Um, and if the defense can get back to that level, which Akeem Hicks is not going to be there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Khalil Mack's only getting older. 
Yeah. Uh, Eddie Jackson's not playing like he was in 2018. Well, well, here's the cool thing about that is we're flipping from three, four to four, three. And I think that's mm. like, even we, when we talk about those, you know, store defenses from back in, back in our heyday, you know what I mean? They were all four, three based and just getting right back to brass tacks with respect to what it is that we do as a bears yeah. defense. Like, Get us in gaps, shoot us up the field, cause havoc, and have guys that are in the backfield that are ready to lay the wood on somebody. Like that's that's just old yep. school smash mouth football. You know, like you show up, you put your pads on like they do, but you knock theirs off. Like that's the type of ball we need to play. And you know, you're right. Our our history, our 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 the roadmap that has led us to Eberflus, like it's it hasn't been a great one. Um, we have entertained mediocrity for too long. We all know there was long in the tooth for Nate to go. We know, oh, yeah. like he should have, he mm-hmm. should have been gone. We know this, but again, yeah. it's it's. I, I say this even like in the free agent market, like whoever's best available, they have to go in. And when if we don't have anybody better than what we have, if there's nobody out there that's better than what we have, then you got to stick with what you got. So unfortunately, you know, here here we are. So. Um, yeah, he's not gonna, he's not gonna be able to win until he actually wins. So that's just kind of what it is. Yeah. Yep. Bears fans are gonna be talking a lot of shit until the oh, season starts. Tons yeah. of, I'm gonna be talking a lot of shit until we figure yeah. this thing out. That's just kind of how it is. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like the Steelers were a three-four defense forever, and then Tomlin came in and he's Mister Four-Three, and he he hung with it for a while, and they switched, and now they've got. I would say it's working for them generally with their pass. Is Mason well, Rudolph like, going to work this QB1? Yeah, let me tell you something. They're talking about they must have a plan. They, I, I'm, I'm, I'd like to think they have a larger plan because they're what they're saying publicly is that there's going to be like they're going to tender Dwayne Haskins and they're going to oh. have an open – what. And they're going to have like an open competition between Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. And if that's the case, it is, we are truly about to enter a dark period of time, a cold, cold era for the Pittsburgh Steelers. If that's the route they're going to go, I optimistically am hoping if you're a veteran quarterback right now and you are disgruntled, the Aaron Rodgers, the Russell Wilsons, Aaron Rodgers is even, coming, you guys. even Carson He's Wentz. Coming. Or uh, what's his name? Kirk Cousins. Derek Carr is going to be in play. He's the one I would, I mean, of course, from where I'm sitting, these guys are all phenomenal athletes. They're great at what they do. But I don't think Derek Carr, I don't, I would want, obviously, who wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers? I honestly think that's a reality. Like, I think they're, I think they're at a point where their national rate, their, their local television ratings, where they're like the third worst in the league. They've gone down. Partly, people have moved. A lot of people have moved out of Pittsburgh. Number one, but number two, they're they're down. Their attendance is down from 2019. So you can't really like. Yeah, obviously, COVID people are concerned, especially later in the year. And they added seating the last couple of years, but for a period of time, you could not get a Steelers ticket. Like it was, they just don't exist, you know. And nobody would sell their tickets. And now it's like you can just get them at the door pretty much. So they need to do something like drastic and they know if they fucking put Mason Rudolph out there again, respect to Mason Rudolph, but it will not go well. They know that everyone knows that. I don't know how he's, 
I truly, he must be a great teammate or he's what he must do something excellent. I still don't understand how after the after you get beat with your own helmet, just visually, how that is doesn't damage enough your your teammates' belief in you. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. That's gonna they be could, they could they could be going for a full scale rebuild. I mean, I don't if, think if they will because to... I think they've got that def- I mean, dude, they got Cam Hayward who's aging. You know, they got T.J. Watt who's how many more years can he do that before he literally just his body explodes? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two more years, maybe yeah. three more years. If like that's how long JJ did it, maybe he can do it for a year longer. I don't know. Well, JJ was I, I, probably on the juice though, so you know, allegedly. that's neither here nor there. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. It stays here. Yes, stays right here. Yeah. Stays right here. Right? Nobody heard that. Yeah, I don't know. I think they yes, could. Get, I, I, I would, if I were them, I would give the fucking Packers literally anything they wanted. I'd give them Najee Harris. I'd say take Najee Harris and take our next two first round picks. And then pay Aaron Rodgers $100 million for two years. And then you just go win two Super Bowls. Or you win one. You win one, maybe go to two. For sure. I think you just do that. I don't know why they wouldn't. I'd be, I'd, I'd be still, I, I would be happy with Aaron Rodgers going as far away <laughs> from the Chicago Bears as possible. <laughs> Keep him in the AFC. Yep. Just get him get anywhere. I'd be happy for him. I'd be stoked. I could actually root for Aaron Rodgers one of these days if he was in the AFC. Maybe. Um Get him far. Get him far away. Well, that's from how us, I felt you know? about Tom Brady. As soon as he went to the t- out of town, I was like, oh, I love this guy. You know, he's he's gone. Yeah. Look at him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's adorable. Ah, he's a good guy. Handsome, he's a he's a handsome guy. devil. He wow, colors. he really is the American dream. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I fucking hated this guy three weeks ago. But uh, yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, I don't think Russell Wilson would go to Pittsburgh. I think he likes being a big time celebrity nah, kind not, of guy. He's, he's like a celebrity there. guy, I think. Um. But yeah. Aaron Rodgers, well, him they, and his wife, yeah. People talk about the Broncos, and I just, I don't know why you would go to, I don't know why if you want to win Broncos now. Broncos are broken. They're just, yeah, they're, bro- they're, they're just a broken team, man. They're, they're, they're like, the Lego set that never stays together after you fix it. Like, there, there's just something wrong, you know. Even, even when, you know. even when everything is right for them, it's still wrong, and it falls apart. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah. But, but wouldn't you agree? Like, any whatever it took, like, and there's no player except T.J. Watt. If I'm the Steelers right now, and any combination of picks in the next two years that you won't, I wouldn't trade to get because they draft great late, and they have almost everything there, you know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, I can hope. Most 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 teams would pay a price that would exceed the realm of a reason for Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like unless you have. And this is the reason I, I don't think I would do it if I was the Chicago Bears, with that being said. And not that the the freaking Packers would ever trade Aaron Rodgers to the Bears or not that he would ever go, but it's like if you have a young up-and-coming quarterback who could be the future of your franchise, that is the only reason I wouldn't do it. But, I mean, that's like that, – that's not a lot of teams who feel that way about their young quarterbacks, you know. And, um, and do you know what it's yeah. like to – I'm sure you do, but this my scale of hope right now is either – it's. Maybe it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, or it's going to be Mason Rudolph. Like the dis- the distance between these two <laughs> items is just is uh, hard to hard to quantify. So you know, yeah. God bless them. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh, yeah, whew. they got to get him. They got they got to get, get somebody. Him. But they, I just like I said, inches. dude, no bring way. him out of retirement. Yeah, bring him out. He yeah, can yeah, still yeah, probably get him, get him off the cover of GQ in a bathtub with a 
with a brush and bubbles. Get him well, off that and, cover. And shout out to Big Ben. He, my he eyes, retired. My retinas are burned since I've ever since since I've seen that cover. It's nuts. Big Ben <laughs> retired today officially. And then you know what? I will believe that when I do not see him suited up in the Jacksonville te- Jacksonville teal or Detroit blue. Like I'm just he, I until he's not on one of those teams, you know, come week two, I'll believe he's retired. I hope yeah. he I hope he retires. I hope he's I hope it's true. <laughs> I don't want to see him get battered, you know, and uh, yeah. break his coccyx or whatever. What do you think, Daryl? Hall of Famer? No. Big not Ben? Close. Oh, Big Ben, of course. Yeah. First ballot. Yeah. First ballot. Not even Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. All right, boys, that brings us to the conference championship weekend. So we'll start with the AFC. Now, as a Steelers fan, I thought they might be primed for an emotional run to at least the, the, you know, the second round of the playoffs. Boy, was I wrong. But, you know, again, boy can dream. We got the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, what is this, their fifth year in a row in the conference championship, something like that. Yeah, sixth, fifth, what, consecutive, I think, yeah, something like fifth that. Fifth or yeah. sixth in a row. Um, and the Bengals. And I can't believe it, I'm going to say this, but I'm kind of happy to see the Bengals yeah. make it this far. Like, why not? I like Joe Burrow. Yeah. I, I He's a good – you can't be a football fan and be like, wow, that guy. Look at him go. That's He's a great player. Yeah. 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 I think exactly. if you're a fan of a team that struggled with being mediocre for years and decades, like like any te- any fan who's like a fan of the Bears, the Lions, the freaking the Vikings for that matter, or any mm-hmm. team, which is like most teams in the NFL, right? You gotta be happy at the Bengals. That's that's why I'm I'm so stoked to watch this team do well. If it can and happen not, to the I'm Bengals, like, it can happen to anybody. Yeah. 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 And and they're just as, you know, they're just as um you know, rooted in, 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 in mediocrity as, as, as the freaking bears are over the years, you know, maybe, maybe fuck, maybe worse. Uh, so to see them do this, uh, it's pretty impressive, man. And, um, you know, I'm not a chief hater, not a Bengals fan, but, uh, I think it'd be really fun. I think, I think they're by far the success story of the four, the Cinderella success story of the four teams that are left. I'll tell you what, out of all of the quarterbacks, AFC, NFC, Joe Burrows, when you look at him play, and, you know, this is just, you know, my pontificating, my thought process, whatever you want to call it. Like, I can see him going all the way, and the way he's playing and how he plays and how he galvanizes his team, he's playing like he's got some shit to him, man. Like, he is like yeah. – it's, it's, it's one thing, like, if a defensive lineman or – uh, a wide receiver or a DB plays angry. That's that's a we've seen that you you know you, you know what that's going to be. You know it's a a, a a slobber knocker type deal. You know what I mean. But when a quarterback plays, he, like he plays angry. Like he he tosses a touchdown and he's growling going to the sideline. It's like it's something else, man. And, yeah. and he's a young guy doing that too. It's like yeah. ever since he came back from injury, man. It's just been like. Screw everything! I'm going in on on it all, and I love seeing that. So he's like a know. quarterback from a movie about high school football. Like he's, <laughs> you know what I mean, he's he's like a it's he's like a, a archetype. He's uh, yeah, he's like fiery, but also very 
cool about it. Yeah, he's got some weapons. He's got some weapons too. I oh, remember people, yeah, people, people, people were clowning uh, the Jamar Chase pick. Remember? Yeah, uh, in, in the in the draft, and then he was dropping a bunch of passes in the preseason. They're like, "Oh, this guy's gonna be a bust." And uh, the dude has been a stud all awesome season. People, man, yeah, awesome, straight yeah. awesome. And great game last weekend. So it's just like this team's fun, man. It's a really fun team to watch. And yeah, Absolutely. I agree, man. That something special about about uh, about Burrow. And this could be, you know, this could be his moment right here. This could be mm-hmm. his sort of Russell Wilson esque coming out party. You know, back back when he emerged as like, oh, this guy's the guy. Okay, like this could be Burrow's time right now yeah it's all about peaking man you know that it's all about peaking at the right time this might be it might be it you you mentioned you're not a chiefs hater i'm not a chiefs hater either they're a great team i respect what they do i like andy reed i will say however the antics of some members of the mahomes family crew are wearing quite thin and this they're like spraying champagne from their box did you see this they, he's, yeah, I read something about it. Then what happened? So, it's like I don't know, eight degrees at night at this Kansas City game, you know. And when they win, Mahomes' wife and his brother, who keeps caught, like he's the one that fought the rape, got in a fight with the Ravens fans. Like he's been, he's always getting himself into some sort of shit. But she started spraying champagne down onto the fans, and the way she did it. It just Oof. looks like, like she, like mm. she's not like if you're gonna spray shit, do it on your, you and your friend. But like these people are out in the cold, and then they gotta go in, a, and you're just spraying them with alcohol. Like one, how do you know somebody down there is not an alcoholic and that's gonna greatly offend them? Or like, I don't know, catch a cold and die, you know, like because it's fucking <laughs> ten degrees, you know. It's just champagne to some little old lady, and she just yeah, and, and she gets into like Twitter fights with fans, and it just really rubs me the wrong way. So like, I, I, I definitely, it's like, I'm not like I'm rooting against them. Like I'm hating on them. Cause I think they're a great team, but I'm definitely not rooting for him that. because of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it just is. I, I mean, I'm definitely not a fan of being sprayed with, you know, um, You'd liquid be of any kind un- unwanted, any kind. But, but if it was uh, alcohol and you have, yeah. a, and you have a problem or just, I don't know, just don't prefer to be covered in alcohol. Because you're a designated driver and you're driving home. Oh, I'm sorry. Why do I smell like alcohol? You'll never guess. I was guess. sprayed by my home's wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, good luck yeah. with that. Yeah. Really? Can I get some? Yeah. <laughs> good fucking luck. Yeah, I don't know. So I think I think it'll be a, probably be a high-scoring, exciting game, but I don't, I don't see the Chiefs not locking this down. What do you think, Mark? It could also be ugly, too. It could be one of those Chiefs games where they just kind of big dick. Yeah, you know, the uh, it could be one of those games. I, I'm hoping yeah. it's not because I want to see. I think I feel like we're spoiled by good football after last weekend's games. Yeah, uh, I hope that continues. But uh, I mean, same thing with the 49ers and Rams. It's like that could go one way, really far, really quick. Um, oh, because yeah. it's not like it's not like the 49ers look great against uh, the Packers either. You know, so T. Stafford look like a fucking stud. Like he does. Golly. So Which hang on awesome. before we before we jump to the oh. rest. So what what are we thinking then for? I'm I'm saying Chiefs tight game. Mark, what's your pick? I'll I'll go I'll go um I'll go Chiefs tight game. Chiefs tight game. as well. Yeah, consensus. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's just gonna be one of those like just like what we're saying. It's gonna be like a a blowout of some sort. Either 
Yeah, I don't I don't see Cincinnati blowing Kansas City out, but I can see Kansas City blowing Cincinnati out. I love Joe Burrows. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs on this one because here's the thing, and, and this also might be partly because I'll be at the Super Bowl and I have to work it. I feel like if Cincinnati escapes the Chiefs, it's just not gonna be a good Super Bowl. Cause whoever they play on the NFC is gonna get in that ass. Like Ah, nah. You think so? so if they, if they, you think if Cincinnati plays the 49ers, you, you think that's going the 49ers way? Uh, yeah. If, if, really? if, if Cincinnati has to play San Francisco or Los Angeles, I just feel like it's it's going to be a problem. Really? I just feel okay. like it's going to be a problem. Um, mm. So, yeah, Kansas City for me. Casey on that yeah, one. Yeah, I think we're – sounds like we're all there. So, now we're talking Rams, Niners. And before we get to that, I, was, I really thought – Tampa was cruising to a second Super Bowl this year. I think the AB situation definitely hurt them. Um, which, by the way, keeps getting more and more interesting because oh my god, it's Dale and I were talking about it offline. It's almost like the boy who cried wolf, and then one day was correct. So like it all. If this if these things he's saying are correct, it's going to be a shit show. But he says he's going to play next year. I hope he plays forever somehow and continues to do crazy things because I don't know. I just, at this point, I just, I just enjoy it. I enjoy the show, but I think that derailed them a little bit. Daryl and I were talking beforehand and I was like, oh, I think they're going to roll on them. And you're like, well, Daryl was like Mr. Rain man or something. It was like, if they get to him early, they'll, they'll blow them out. And then they're blowing them out. And we're talking and it was like 20, one to three or 27 to three, 27 to three. And Daryl's like, well, shit, if anybody is going to do it, it's, it's Brady. Like it's not over till it's over. And then I'm, I like turn off the game and I turn it back on. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like 21, 20, they're right down there. And I thought it was, I thought for sure. And then my wife comes in, she's like, Oh, it's rigged. Look at this. I'm like, no, it's not rigged. I don't think, but you know, she, 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 she called it. And, um, it's funny. She's she calls like all these crazy upsets, and I'm always like, no, no, no. Like, her, the first time she watched MMA was Ronda Rousey versus Holly Holmes, mm. and me and all my boys were all there. Like, we've been watching the whole ride, and she's like, Holly Holmes comes out, and she's like, oh, she's gonna knock Ronda out, and we're like, no, you don't. What are you talking about? She's like, no, no, look at her. Just look at her face. She's she's ready to go, and like, sure enough, and she, she was. Nobody saw that coming, you know. Mm. Every now and then she pulls in. She she saw the Rams uniforms. She's like, I like the the uniforms. They're gonna win. I was like, No, the Tom Brady's gonna win. She's right. Boom, boom. Uh, we're overthinking it. That's what it is. We're all overthinking. It. <laughs> right. It's all it's all which team is look. You know, this lady looks angry in this color, this jersey, the Rams. Yeah. And she's right. I think they have the best uniforms in in the game right now, especially that away jersey, like the off white, with that old school helmet. I love that shit. Yeah. Big fan of that. But uh, Niners, not in, I don't know, I'm just not excited about them. I don't know. Maybe it's a West Coast thing. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm, 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 going, I'm going defense on this one. I think the Rams are going to take that. I, everybody on the Rams defense was playing with their hair on fire this last game. I mean. Yeah, I, I, Von Miller looked like Von Miller. Young. It was. Yeah. I mean, anytime Brady is walking around bleeding from the mouth. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. And you know that fired them up. Oh, of course, yeah. How about when, sure. when like, something happened between Ndamukong Sue and Stafford? It looked like Stafford kind of kicked at him when he was getting up. And Sue, like, they caught him right, 
like the camera yeah, behind he's like, the, you got the, if you uh, do that shit again, I will fuck you up. And everybody's like, oh. And like, if he says that, I'm, I'm inclined to believe it. He's yeah. He's been a tough fella for a, a minute. So, 350 pound man that can run sub four anything it's it's a problem for humans and cars so like yeah hands like concrete blocks guys insane yeah um no i think i think the rams are too i mean cooper cup what a what a talent come on and stafford's stafford's playing his ass off there was some he's been i mean dude that miracle play freaking that got them that field goal at the end of the game it's like he's he's locked in like he's he's not going anywhere all these concerns about oh he's not a playoff guy he's not a playoff guy yeah i think that's kind of bullshit <laughs> you know that, that's uh that's obviously not the case and yeah and i mean like you guys said they're just too scary all around their whole roster no weak points like i mean nothing you gotta worry about at all von miller aaron donald up front like Come on. It's a problem. Just a I could problem. definitely see this being their year, you know. And Stafford, yeah. he's on fire, you know. And uh, there was one throw he made down the middle later in the game when they were already up, and it was just like so perfect. It just looked like it was like on a rope or something. It was just, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember why he was, you know. And then, you know, right, wrong place, wrong time. Ten years later, here we are. Yeah. 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 You see, yeah. If if there's anybody that can uh, showcase all that that needs to be done to win that, yeah. Stafford's got it. Defense has it. It's. Have you seen any of Cooper Cup's like interviews at all? Either of you guys? Yeah. I mean, we actually we we cut that game for Turning Point and Inside uh, this week. So I actually had to cut that that uh, that Tampa game. He so. ha- seems to have like an unreal understanding of what he's doing out there and what everybody's doing. Yeah. And like him and like, I didn't realize him as a blocker either. Like he's like a full all around player. Like he should definitely, definitely get MVP votes. I mean, it's kind of, kind of had a crazy year. Yeah. That out and up ball, that 70 yarder, like, Oh, yeah. well for he the, turned for, for I mean, the love of the game route. Just he pretty much, they were starting to get momentum on, you know, the buck side and that pretty much shut that game down. I think right, right yeah, down there, was... just put, Put it to it. The, the Bucks got comfortable. Now it seems like Brady's done. I, I wonder what happened that all of a sudden he's. I thought he was going to play like forever. So, is that is that the word on the street? Is he hanging up the cleats? I mean, now? that's kind of what the, he, he the word he, on the street from the sports journalists. Uh, mm. but he's like I don't know. I feel like he does this sometimes where he's like I got to consult with my family. You know, how old is he? Is it, he said he was going to play? Like he said he's he going to play twenty-five, right, or something like that. Maybe he turns so, forty five. I don't. I don't know. I just can't believe that he'd be done. Like I just not like that. You know, Dude, like he, he had. He had no. Nah. His year was ridiculous. It. Most in yards. Yeah. Touched. Like he's he's yeah. the top like three out of the, the top five categories. He was like number one in like he's pissed at, about an, at an age where like nobody does this. Like yeah, why would he? Maybe he's like I wouldn't stop. Maybe he's threatening to retire unless they resign AB. I I tell him to consolidate Giselle's crystals. What do they say? Yeah. yeah what are read your the crystals? Read the crystals. Tell us what they say about your season yeah. coming up. Well, I'm sure he is. If he has any sense, he is. Um, but yeah, I hope. I too hope he. Just come on, just come on. Give us like one more year. Give us. He deserves the. When they did the whole Derek Jeter, every game he played was fucking, you know, national news. Tom Brady deserves that. I think he deserves a final victory lap, even if he's even if he was not good anymore. But yeah, like you said, he's still still 
tops. So it sounds like we're we're looking at a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. Was yeah. that the matchup a couple years ago when no, Kansas City beat 49ers. Mhm. And then they lost to Tampa. It was Rams Patriots, right? Rams Patriots. Yeah. Yep. Rams low scoring game, right? Yeah, yeah, real low score. That was hell, golf, hell of a boring game out there. That was. Uh, I think Rams Chiefs would Rams Chiefs would be like America's game. Like you like offense? Check this out. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. You, yeah. The NFL. You know I don't think they want Bengals Niners. Mm. No offense to the Bengals and Niners fans out there, but now no, we, no the, the America doesn't want to see Jimmy G throw for ninety-one yards. You know what I mean in a Super Bowl game? <laughs> yeah, and fourteen gizmo gadget plays. But yeah. like I, I didn't realize like Kyle Shannon's been like UB sweeps super successful, but I just don't pay attention because like again you know West Coast or whatever. But I don't know. And we got we got a pretty exciting halftime show. We'll, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll we'll reconnect after the Super Bowl and talk all about it. But a couple more NFL notes before we we close down here. Uh, what is up with? Uh, Josh McDaniels not getting is he just like withdrawing his name from any consideration because he's just chilling till old Billy Boy retires or is he I not? Know. I haven't What's heard it? anything about him being a head coach because usually every year there's somebody trying to get him. I, I'm, I haven't heard anything either. So what's uh what's what's the word on the street there? I think he's I think he chills till Bill's done. But Byron Leftwich is like a is like a hottie candidate right now. Apparently Jacksonville they the Jacksonville should. He's from you know, he played there, successful there. Well, if Tom is gone for sure then, like there's no reason for Byron to stay. So get up, go and elevate, my man. You know? Todd Bowles too, probably on the move. A lot of coaches on the move. Keith Butler. Steelers have a thing about making their coordinators retire. Bowles is just a better DC though. Like I, I he had was, his coaching. Bowles is just a better DC. Like he, you think so? Yeah. This needs to, you know, when it's working for you, just stay. You know what I mean? Like, because he, all he's going to do if he gets the head coaching job is just, you know, absorb the defensive coordinator responsibilities while he's being a head coach too. Like, nah, just be a DC. Who 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 did he head coach last? Did he, did he coach the Jets for a while? He was the Jets. Top. He was with the Jets. Yeah, yeah. Coach. He was with yeah. Bruce Arians in Arizona, and then. <clears throat> he got he got a job out of Arizona to go to New York. Didn't yep. didn't survive. And then Flores too. Yep. I thought, you know, I thought he would get. Well, I don't know why they fired him in the first place. It doesn't make sense to me. But I thought he would get like maybe the Bears job. But I, I was actually hoping for Flores to get it because yeah. of the job he did last year in Miami. Yeah. Um, that would have been a splashy one. That would have been splashier, but yeah. uh, we'll see. Maybe it was for the better. We still would have yeah, torn him apart that. too, though. Like our fans still would have torn him apart. Yeah, coming here because you know, yeah, it's just what we do. Yeah, yeah. Well, nothing wrong with being a passionate fan base. Mark, as always, my bro. Thank you for joining us on the Everman Podcast to talk a little music and football and Mark. you know, buff dudes, power team. We we hit it all this week. Um, what's the best way to keep up with you, you know, for the every man, the every woman that want to uh, check out Haunted Shores? Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram. Uh, Instagram, I'm at Mark Periphery. Uh, if you want to check out new Haunted Shores music, just uh, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Pick your poison. So, uh, yeah, go listen if you like really crazy instrumental 
uh, madness. Yeah. A lot of, you know, those kind of cool, if you're into those cool guitar sounds too, there's some sick, I call them like a wah. Plenty of wah. There's lots of wah. A lot of wah. A lot of wah. A little womp. Yeah. A little womp womp. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all there. We're a regular toddler with all the wahs and the wahs. All the wahs and wahs. A lot of people don't realize you mouth sing your riffs into yeah. you. That's, that's where they all come yeah. from. Um, Acapella. <laughs> Acapella, Ben. Mark, as always, a pleasure, man. We'll catch you down the road. Uh, thank you, guys.